0: This is The Boundless Possible Podcast with Leon Logan Nathan and Peter Gowers.
1: Welcome to The Boundless Possible Podcast. I'm Leon Logan Nathan and with me, my co-host.
2: As always, Peter Gowers. Hi.
1: How are you, Pete? I'm good. How are you? Good, good, good. Mate. I'm ready and rearing to go with our special guest today. I have to declare a conflict of interest, uh, Sophia <laughs> <you laughs> Scaterchia. Well, uh, how many times have you
2: had to declare this, line. A conflict of
1: interest? <laughs> yeah. uh, well, in Darwin, you know, it's only one of the A conversation's <laughs> a conflict. <Exactly>. So, <laughs> 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 so um, yeah, Sophia Scaterchia, welcome to
0: the podcast. Yes, thank you, thank you.
1: Now, let me uh, explain the conflict of interest, mm. Sophia. Um, <laughs> what mm. do you actually do?
0: I work for you. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Oh, I, no one
2: told me this. This is a setup.
1: <laughs> right. Well, um, we have been keen to have you on the podcast, Sophia, because you're a new employee of Woodcalla. I am. But you come to us with a very interesting story and a very interesting background. Okay. So, um, <laughs> in that connection, tell us where were you born?
0: Well, I was born a long time. No, I was born in a little place um, called Tortola, which is in the British Virgin Islands. I the believe. British Virgin Islands. Yeah.
1: Now, for the benefit of me.
0: You? Uh, <laughs> 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 I actually looked it up. Well, for some people, where that is it? And some. The hell does it exist? Yeah. <laughs> well, it exists um, partly to be a tax haven for yeah. companies. Yeah. Um, my husband likes to say um, to put it in perspective about how small it is. Um, do you know Lake Argyle, which is mm-hmm. in Western Australia? Yeah. So my island is, I think. One fifth of that. Wow. Because it's only twenty four square miles. Population? Twenty five thousand people. Wow.
2: And and I'm not asking this question with any degree of knowledge, but does that have Virgin Records got its name?
0: Um, I think so, yeah, because yeah, Richard Branson um, owns an island, Necker Island and yeah. Mosquito Island, yeah. which are in the British Virgin Islands. And
2: no doubt he would have structured things uh, you know, tax effectively.
0: Uh, I'm sure he yeah. has, yeah. yeah.
1: Okay. Right, so you were born in the BVI.
0: Mm-hmm. Where
1: on earth... Is the
0: BVI. So how you get there from Darwin is you <laughs> Wow, <laughs> you, this could be a long flight <laughs> You would fly from here to like Brisbane, Sydney, Melbourne, whatever and then go to Los Angeles and then Los Angeles to Miami or New York and then New York or Miami down to St. Thomas which is a US Virgin Island and then you would catch a ferry for about 45 oh my minutes God.
2: So can you please break this down for me? Why does the why do the British mm. and the US have their names all over the Virgin Islands?
0: <laughs> I'm pretty sure back in the day it was for strategic reasons. Okay. Mm. No
1: wars, no nothing Oh like yeah,
0: that. I'm sure all yeah. about that. Yeah. why are
1: they called the Virgin Islands?
0: I don't know. Maybe Mm. because there were lots of virgins. (laughs) (laughs) Well, everything
1: seems to have its
2: root in something that's true. So So maybe that's the thing.
0: Or maybe it was new, and so it was virgin. I don't know. I I
2: like the other answer. Let's go with
0: the latter. That's where they used to
2: get their virgins from.
0: (laughs) Okay, let's go with the former. And
1: and so you were born there, and how long did you spend there?
0: Uh, well, I mean, all of my family is still there. Even though I only um, lived there till six, because til I went to boarding school in England, I still like went home all the time and those types of things.
1: And boarding school, where in England?
0: In Kent. Oh, Kent. Well,
1: where mm. Which is
0: school? Relations of London. Uh, Kent is like an hour and a half from London. Yeah, it's like North it's in nice. a it's it's. It's where probably all the Londonites... It's, it's fancy. It's fancy.
1: Mm. Yeah. Oh, you know that, in you? <laughs> you know
0: that?
2: Well, my uh, brother-in-law was the... I don't think they call them principal or headmaster there, do they? What do they call him? Yeah, I think so. Oh, headmaster. Yeah, he was the headmaster of the hall school okay. in London. So mm-hmm. I know a little bit about the London private school set. Yeah. And I know that... Leon's going to love hearing me say this when I lived in Dubai. <laughs> <laughs> it had
1: to come up <laughs> eventually. <laughs>
2: both, both pre-GFC and during the GFC, um, all the kids of British heritage mm-hmm. uh, used to get sent to boarding school in the UK.
0: Right.
1: So,
2: well, actually, yeah, the UK, um, England and
1: Scotland. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say something about Kent.
0: Go ahead. Uh,
1: which would mean almost nothing to you, mm-hmm. but it may mean something to Pete. Mm. Back in the 80s.
2: Um, yeah. You can talk about the cigarette brand, I right.
1: think. Eh? No, not the cigarette brand. Yes, I'll that too. Yeah. <laughs> um, the Ardmona, you remember Ardmona? Yeah. They yep. the, yeah. Right? Sure, I do. Do they, still around? they do exist, right. but not as
2: Ardmona. Okay, yeah, because. So,
0: I have no idea what you're
1: talking There's about. There's a fruit company. Right. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. So Ardmona, you know, you have Ardmona, the peaches. Okay. And they ran a little uh, promotion back in 81, before you were born even. Um, and uh, it was, you know, collect 3 Ardmona cans uh, or the um, whatever you call it? The, the, the yeah, the buy, tins. Tins, buy, buy 3 tins and yeah collected the, the labels and sent it away and they would send you a packet of cricket cards. No. Oh, wow. you, you remember that? No. Oh, okay. No. So, 79, 80, 81, possibly 82 even, they did it. And I remember getting a packet of cricket cards, which I was just over yeah. about it. And it had all... It, and it was back in the days of the World Series Cricket. Yeah, yeah, yep. So it, had, it had Australia. All the big Did it have
0: names. all the West Indies had, players? It it yeah. Had, and it had the West Indies. Mm. Yeah. Back when you
2: could call the teams by their nicknames, which are now largely considered racist.
0: Oh, what were the names?
2: Well, I don't know if I should say it, but <laughs> when, when Australia used to play, it used to be Australia, the West Indies and Pakistan...
1: Uh-oh. And we always used to just Uh-oh. say the
2: Aussies, the Wendy's and the Packies, that's but right. you're not allowed to say that anymore, mm. which I found out uh, completely innocently, It's that's considered extremely racist in this day and age.
1: Yeah. Right, yeah. right. So, um, yeah, so the reason why I mentioned that was because Derek Randall was one of the uh, cards. Yeah, English, English cricketers. English cricketers. Yeah, yeah. And I am... My brain is telling me that Derek Randall played for Kent. Yeah. Probably on the cast. That's, that's what I... Wow. That was the connection. That well, is your
0: connection to <laughs> Kent. <laughs> that was a long bar, I must admit.
1: <laughs> but Kent is <laughs> famous for its cricket, so... Right, yeah, you're yeah. right. So, you went to Kent mm-hmm. and did what?
0: I went to school. That's I went course. to primary school there. Um, and then I would obviously still go back home to visit all of my family and then I came to Australia at 12, and I have why? been here ever since. My dad moved here, and he was like, oh, do you want, like, a change of scenery? And I was like, why not? I like Australia, koalas, kangaroos, you know, naively, 12.
2: Top Just, 10 most earliest animals yeah, in the Yeah,
0: I wasn't thinking about that. I was thinking about the <laughs> cuddly koalas at the time. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I came I came to Australia.
1: So where, where, where which part of Australia?
0: Well, I landed in Brisbane. So, yeah. Oh, that's what
1: you did. What year was? Yeah. That? 2000. Oh,
0: okay. Right. So you've been in Australia
1: for almost 19 years.
0: years, yeah. Wow. Right.
2: Cuz there's not much of an accent, is there? They was thinking that. Yeah. Too. yeah. Oh. So that you must have just hit the formative years when y- y- you had I can Still I can, have the opportunity
0: I feel like if I talk to someone from yeah. England though yeah. they'll yeah. say that I have an Australian accent Yeah, I and mean, then if sure I talk will. to an Australian they'll be like Your ac- you talk too proper it's yeah. definitely
2: a hybrid accent or yeah. what Aussies would call a mongrel accent yeah. but uh, yeah you, you, mm. you can tone it up and tone it down as yeah. you need to Yeah, okay.
0: I can say good eye yeah
2: Ooh, no.
0: No? No. no uh, really? No. I thought that that was really good.
2: No. no, that was good if you were an American trying to say g'day. Oh, that's yeah.
0: really bad then. Here I am thinking I'm like, I've nailed that.
2: I, I must admit, I always love it when I'm travelling overseas, or even if I'm in the country and I, I talk to someone who's not from here originally and they try and say g'day. Just the various accents and variations of it. Oh,
1: I'm it one of those joy. people now, clearly. Well, we've got a, we've got a friend of ours, Peter, Peter Kafkas, and I quite enjoy the way he says g'day on his podcast. <laughs>
2: which, which now gets drawn out longer and longer every time. <laughs>
1: it, it sounds almost British. <laughs> so, um... So, uh, how old? How were you when you
0: got it? Twelve.
1: So you're twelve, mm-hmm. uh, and what straight do you grade? Year eight.
0: Yeah, no, grade year grade seven, grade seven. Year seven. In Brisbane. Yeah, in Brisbane. Was that, was that a bit of a culture
1: shock compared to Kent?
0: Uh, yeah, yeah. I um, mm, let's put it politely. I went to a very fancy school in Kent, and I went to a very fancy private school in. Brisbane, it just wasn't as fancy. Australia's version of it. Yeah, Yeah.
2: Australia's version. And and to be fair, um, I'm originally from Melbourne, Mm -hmm. and as you'd well know, Melbourne and Sydney vie for the largest populations in Mm -hmm, Australia. mm -hmm. So they consider themselves to have the best of everything. Brisbane, until not that long ago, was always considered a bit of a
0: a cousin. Yeah, distant it was, cousin, poor well,
2: cool cousin. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I want to say the sort of the the bogan cousin, and that's doing a disservice because Brisbane's a bloody oh, great place. Oh, it's so beautiful. But um, you know, its population was much smaller, and um, my brother lived there for a while. And the thing that we noticed was. Peak hour in Melbourne or Sydney is is a serious thing. Peak hour in Brisbane was like ten minutes and it was done. It's changed now.
1: Yeah,
0: totally changed now. So you were there in two thousand. Yeah. Which is
1: I was there in two thousand. Oh. Yeah. So when, where 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 were you? Where, where did you live?
0: I was in the western suburbs. So, so like.
1: In yeah. Yeah.
0: That's where you were. Mm-hmm.
1: How about that free gift? <laughs> <laughs> it's a good
0: guess. <laughs> Very good guess. Is that
2: the only Western suburb you know in Brisbane? <laughs> uh, <pretty much. laughs> <laughs> so it. has so,
0: so got a shopping centre. Yeah, sure that's all you need. You know. now.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I was in I was in the southern uh, southwest, which is southeast maybe um Carindale.
0: Oh okay. Yeah. yeah. That's also got a shopping centre. That's right, that's right. So, and <laughs>
1: so, and so what school did you go to then?
0: I went to St. Peter's Lutheran College. Oh my
1: gosh, that's that mm-hmm. so posh. Yeah, it does. Okay, and so you went there and then you finished school and then what did you do?
0: I, I wanted to be an actor but my dad wanted me to be a jazz musician. So I... Had oh. to yeah. So what cost
2: does one study to be an actor or a musician and end up being a lawyer?
0: Well, I studied acting and music simultaneously, so I have yeah, a cool. advanced jazz diploma. Can
2: you can you bang out a tune for us?
0: I have tried to forget okay. every single a bit of all that jazz. Or, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Look, I can. Show tunes? I know all of the tunes and all of that stuff. Yeah. I will play dumb if, if I'm in a jazz club. Yeah. But I'll know the right times to clap and things nice. like that. Um uh so I did that and acting at the same time, and then I went over to LA and thought that because I guess after I finished my acting degree and my music degree, um I got a job at Queens Theatre Company to do a play, and I thought I'd made it, you know? Mm. So I went over to LA at 21 thinking that I was yep. a shit. Big thing. Yeah. Yep. Um and then Mm, didn't really work out like that so i came back and i studied a law degree
1: in what okay. sense it, what didn't how didn't it work out
0: well you can't just i feel like as a young naive person you think that the world is your oyster too much mm. and so you think that you'll hit the ground running and of course for like some people that actually might happen yeah but for most people it's a hustle and grind and
2: waiting tables and yeah,
0: so, yeah yeah exactly yeah. i mean i didn't wait tables because um i used to do gymnastics so i did gymnastics coaching cool. yeah but i i coached some of the the stars children gymnastics yeah. julia roberts's kids went to my ah. gym yeah but, wow. um, but that, know, I never got to meet her though. That's the norm, though, right? Yeah, More totally the don't norm make it, in LA. Do make it. Yeah, 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 exactly. Mm. So then I came back to Australia and studied law.
1: And what made you decide to study law?
0: Well, I wanted to save the world, and I thought that law would allow me to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Leon, you shouldn't be laughing. I guess you laugh
2: at the naivety of that. Is it Leon? <laughs> oh,
1: yeah. what was it? No, no. <laughs> laughing because I'm feeling despondent because <laughs> <laughs> you got in it for the money. <laughs> not, not despondent at you just despondent at the fact that yeah it's just such a big ask
0: <laughs> I think it's funny how you laugh the hardest out of everyone.
1: <laughs> but
2: isn't that I'd like to think there's a bit of um, that and I was just saying this to you earlier There's there's a bit of that sort of Private school mentality of you can do whatever you want. No yeah, one can maybe. Say maybe to you. maybe. The, the world's yours. Go and be a leader. Go and run the world. Yeah, you can do that if you want. Yeah. But the reality of that is is
1: often different. Yeah. So where did you go to uni? Uh, I went to
0: QUT in QT. Brisbane. And how was that? Was that a good school? Yeah, I thought so. Yeah. yeah. I um, I I could have gone to UQ, but I I chose. I I went to private schools my whole life, and UQ was a very private school kind of thing so i just wanted to like get in study go to a reputable university leave
1: and so what year was that um
0: 2004 i think i oh, okay. started
1: so you were only overseas for what, three or four years
0: no i was overseas for one year because um two of those years was my advanced diploma in acting and music yeah. and then i went to um la to try and make it oh, okay. to be the next margot robbie and um <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then i came back and went to school Okay. And how did you find law school? It was good, but tough. Mm. I regret studying t- uh, um, just a law degree instead of doing a dual degree. Wasn't sensible in that regard, because it's not like you could have two easy subjects and two difficult subjects. I just had four difficult subjects. But I made it through. Mm. I pulled out a few hairs on my head, but I survived.
1: Okay. And then what, what did you do after that?
0: Uh... After that, I got a job as a registered migration agent. Um, For those of you who don't know, to practice immigration law, you need to be a registered migration agent. So I did that because I was volunteering. Again, in my pursuit of saving the world, I volunteered my time at the Refugee and Immigration Legal Service Mm. um, to help asylum seekers write... um, their applications for visas and so I decided to become a registered migration agent. So I did that whilst having an agent and doing auditions.
2: Wow. And something I only learnt recently I think you probably told me is that I just assumed that you needed to be a lawyer to be a migration agent but you don't know do you? No. But But
1: Does it help being a lawyer? It it does. I
0: I think I think um, it definitely gives you the background that you that you might not necessarily need doing a short course to be a Mm. migration agent, Mm. yeah. Back in the day... Back in the day is not actually back in the day. It's like a year ago. <laughs> yeah. um, I think you only needed to do a six-month course. As long as you had a degree in something, anything, right, right. you could do a six-month course and be a registered migration agent. And okay. then they changed it to you needed to have a green and one-year course to be a migration ah, agent.
2: But you've got to have a degree, do you?
0: Yeah, any right. degree. Okay. Unless you're a lawyer. And then if you're yeah. a lawyer, you can just apply. Right. Um, and, and then you can work as a migration agent. Yeah.
1: Wow. And so you were just drawn to migration immediately from uni?
0: Um, I think I did because I did my placement. Mm. At, as part of university, you needed to do a placement, and I did a placement at the Refugee and Immigration Legal Service. Mm. I thought that I was helping people, mm. which is ultimately what my goal and my aim was at the time. Mm. And, um, and I really, I guess I found value in that, and I was enjoying... Um, yeah just what I was doing and so that's why I and then my first job out of law school was immigration I feel like most people I talk to whatever their first job out of school is that's kind of the path that they continue going down and mine was immigration that was my first the principal of the refugee and immigration legal service he um, recommended me to this Small local um, migration office, and so I worked there. I was only she. My boss was getting married, so she just needed hmm. somebody to replace her <laughs> and like manage things um, for I think a week, two weeks, and obviously I became invaluable. So she kept yeah. me.
1: Wow! Yeah. And so, when, when when did Scratchy get into
0: the picture? Scratchy, Scratchy's my husband <laughs> uh, <laughs> nickname. <think> <laughs> Um we actually met at school a bit of a scandal in the sense that he was a boys boarding master and I was a student oh, but nothing Absolutely.
2: happened these, these, days, <laughs> <laughs> these days that's only <laughs> Jail term. I think that's a registry for the rest of your life, isn't it? <laughs>
0: nothing <laughs> happened. We just knew each other. That's what they yeah, that's what they would, uh, say. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> knew you would say that of course. nothing happened, Mom. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but then um, years later we randomly met up. He was playing rugby overseas in Italy and he um, he thought he saw my best friend in the crowd, so he went up and talked to her on Facebook. The time was like a thing, it just started. That's why they lost
2: the game because he was looking in the crowd. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and so one thing led to another. He messaged her on Facebook, funny story, I thought I saw you. And then he messaged me, and then the rest is wow. history. We met up. Mm. And, and so he's
1: quite a tall fellow, isn't he?
0: He's yeah, six, six foot, foot four. Six foot four? That, I
1: would have thought he'd be more of a basketball player than rugby.
0: No, rugby size are tall. Small
1: basketball than
2: that. Six yeah. foot four. Yeah. 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 Jack
0: the, is like seven,
2: two. Yeah. The little ones are six foot five.
0: How big was John Eels? Wasn't he like six foot seven Uh, or something? Yeah,
2: he's a a big boy, but... So there's different positions. So the guys that play in the... the, I'm not a rugby follower as such. I follow the league more. I
0: feel like people are going to be cringing at this conversation that we don't know how tall rugby players are. Uh. Well, they range from
2: five foot five to seven foot. But what I'll do (laughs) is I'll look up John Eels for us
1: right now so we all know. Meanwhile... Scratchy uh, mm. is a Darwin boy. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's how I came to Darwin. Right. He's Darwin he through Darwin and through. Darwin. Born and raised. What, how, tall?
2: You know what? I don't know whether this is metric era or back to whatever was before that. Two metres.
0: He was two metres. So what's that? Give me what, centimetres or something. That's yeah, six, foot, six no. foot. No. No. Seriously. No. One, one Actually, 80,
1: no, 183 one, is six one, 180 is six foot, of course, sorry. Yeah, so it's about another 20 centimeters on top of that six Two. foot
2: seven my
1: friend
0: okay six i'm pretty seven sure i said that
1: you did yeah i did am that. spot well, on we can yeah. go back and pete can tell
0: you yeah <laughs> he would be
2: unusually high tall but he'd be one of the ones that lift up these days
0: six well foot my seven. husband played number eight so that okay. is the lifty up yeah, position okay.
2: There you go. Right. It's, and it's referred to as that too. Lifty the Lifty Uppy. Lefty uppy.
0: <laughs> I don't
2: know That's the official position.
1: Lifty <laughs> Uppy. <laughs> right. And so, Scratchy is a Scutterchio. Mm. And what I know about Scutterchio is there's a street in Casuarina called Scutterchio. exactly what I wanted to ask. Right. What's
2: the link?
0: Uh, Scratchy's dad came to Darwin when he was 14. And, um, him and his, he's Italian, um, he's, he was an Italian immigrant and he, after the war he came because there was no food mm. and everything like that in Italy. And so he, him being the eldest, they sent him over to send money back, work and send money back. He actually um, almost got, re- his dad actually got rejected from Australia because of the white Australia policy. He was too oh, olive skinned. Wow. I know. Jeez. So that's why Eugene, his dad had to come because he, and they kept him inside for a period of time so that he wouldn't, he wouldn't tan too much right before trying to, to come. God. I know. And he's Italian, wow. you know? Um, but anyway... So,
2: um, could I just apologise for, um, our ancestors who literally had no idea what they were doing? Yeah. Clearly. Yeah, exactly. What's
1: what's your background, mate? Did did, did you go back to the free settlers or the colleagues?
2: Uh free settlers
1: <laughs> <laughs> so you're one of the whippers so the, of the whippies
2: <laughs> so, <laughs> so my father was born in England right. so there's only uh, one generation on that side right, but my on my mother's side they were from Ireland oh uh, so and they came by choice
1: there was no there no potatoes there was no potatoes there no loaves of bread being stolen it
2: was all legit
1: <laughs> right and so you when did you marry Scratchy
0: um, last year. Oh,
1: so you are already in Darwin?
0: Yes. Oh, so No, can't... I moved after that. So we got married in July, and then um, after the wedding we came here.
1: And that was the plan?
0: Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Was
2: it to do with the statute of limitations, or...? Uh, no. Okay.
0: No. <laughs>
2: you mentioned earlier there was a conflict with the... Uh, the, what is he? The boarding house master. And the- oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> good one, good
0: yeah. one. Pete's here on one day. It's about 10
1: minutes to actually figure
2: out. Yeah. I no, saying, am was- I sitting in a room here with intelligent lawyers? Clearly What's not. Going? Clearly not. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that yeah. one went over my <laughs> head. I had That's um,
0: right. It was a lob. It's <laughs> not a <laughs> <actually>. lob. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think we were saying that, yeah, his family came. And develop some of oh, Darwin. Yeah, the street. Yeah, which yeah. is why the street so. they developed casarina? Yes, and other okay. places, I, okay. I, I believe. Mm.
1: Okay. And so, what does Scratchy do?
0: He's a builder as well. Okay. Yeah. He does mainly he... does renovations of houses. Mm. Mm. Right. He loves that.
1: Okay. And so, you came to Darwin wanting to be a lawyer?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what I've been doing. I, I still do a bit of acting. Um, and and so I, I wanted to keep going in law. I'm not one of those people. I, I, I think that in this day and age, if you, if you don't have more than one passion, you you know, most people have more than one passion, I think. Mm-hmm. And it's strange that I'm a lawyer slash passionate about acting still. Um, and not really. I, well, I feel like some people think that that's though. strange, though. Mm-hmm. I feel like some people go, We'll pick one. You know, you can't... Is
2: that due to the professional white-collar perception of lawyers versus the creative acting side?
0: I don't know. I know that lots of lawyers say all lawyers are failed actors. Oh, I know okay. lots of people who say that. Okay. Um, but I mean, Leon, you're nodding. <laughs> no,
1: well, I'm just thinking would that when I to barristers, than... mate, when you go down to Brownsmart, I mean, uh, Alastair Wavell's wife, a Kate Wavell. She's uh, Alastair Wavell is the most senior barrister in the yeah, territory. Yeah. His wife uh, has, has done a lot of work for Brownsmart, you know, yeah. uh, bringing plays and things like that. Well, in fact, last year there was a, actually it was this year. This year was a play called um, uh, Look. It should come to me because we sponsored it. Uh, oh. It was called. Uh, And I'm the Queen of Sheba
0: Okay Uh,
1: Do you remember that or not? No No, no But uh, it was quite It was very well received It was very good I went to see it Mm -hmm. Mm. Um, uh, Is she a lawyer? No, she's not But She did bring She did do a play a few years ago Where Tom Pauling was the Was the star of the show And he was a lawyer in fact
0: quite a few I think so but I think when you are having a job interview if you say I do a bit of acting on the side then that's an automatic a little red mark beside your or a question mark at least like will she be committed did I say that in my interview I'm pretty sure I did yeah Yeah.
1: and I said go for it didn't
0: I yeah Uh, you did and
2: I tend to think in Darwin you could probably get away with something like that
0: uh I don't think think so
1: (laughs) (laughs) So, what did you it say? It sounds like you're speaking from experience. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Let's just say I've worked somewhere before and they, um, they okay. politely said, Can you please choose which career path you want oh, to go wow. down? Yeah. Okay. yeah. Because well, I good was. Good
1: on you, Leon. For, for well, I don't want to, you know, I mean, I don't want to sort of put the spotlight on me, but uh, honestly, I think it's really good for people to have other interests. Mm. I think it, it defines you and it makes you a better lawyer, I, I think. Uh, although, if you ask me, what my other interest is, podcasting. But
0: that's a thing. <laughs> it is. But it, that's a thing. Oh, what I know it
2: isn't sport. No,
1: mm. oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 we're, we're What's yours, allowed.
0: Peter? Ah, uh,
2: oh, well, good question. A lot of things. Yeah,
1: yeah, uh, and. He's what I call um, Jack of all trades, master of none. Oh. Oh. Very unkind, man.
2: Um, <laughs> kidding. No, look, I probably have a few passions. Sport definitely is one. I do love my sport. Um, but I, as I get older, I'm becoming worse and worse at losing. Oh. So both of my teams got bundled out of the finals in the AFL and the NRL. And the what only reason. Brisbane Lions in the AFL okay. and the Melbourne Storm in the NRL. Right. So he's even trying not to yawn when I'm talking about this. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, yeah. music initially was my, was my first love.
0: What type of music? Jazz, classical,
2: uh, so heavy you, metal?
0: I don't know. Yeah,
2: good question. And thank you for asking. Most people don't care. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I grew up in an era of, my favourite bands were um, Guns N' Roses, Bon Jovi, Poison. I saw an awesome documentary about two weeks ago on Motley Crue Mm -hmm. and how they nearly never came to be. Um, When I left school, I became a professional DJ. Wow. And I've done that ever since. You um, still DJ, so
0: I could hire fact. you for for a wedding.
1: You could hire me for a wedding. No then. way! But in fact, you may well Always s- trying to put a commercial. <laughs> Not <in his laughs>
0: <podcast. laughs> mention names or phone numbers, but I was
2: just going to say. <laughs> if if you-, you want to hire me, I
0: go
1: by DJ.
2: <laughs> <laughs> wiggle, wiggle
0: <laughs> like, what is your what is your DJ oh. name, Peter?
2: So yeah, like
0: I Dr. love what? people. <laughs> yeah, I love <laughs> DJ names. <laughs> I think it says a lot about people. DJ like name. Dr. Elephant?
2: Yeah. Okay. So, when I first started DJing, (laughs) I worked for a business in Melbourne, okay? I worked for a company. And after 12 months, I decided I wanted to do my own thing. And I created a name for the business that I wanted to say, hey, we're the best at what we do, but I still wanted it to be fun, okay? So, I called it Top Dog Entertainment. Right. It still exists to this day, I'm proud to say. I'm not the owner, but it does still exist. So, from those days, people just used to call me Top Dog.
0: Okay, so you're DJ yeah. Top Dog? DJ yeah. Top
2: Dog,
0: DJ yeah. Top Dog. So, do you say that? DJ Top Dog do in the house.
2: I do not say that. No,
0: and, and my thing has
2: been mainly sort of parties and corporate stuff. So, uh, I mean, I've DJed clubs and, you know, parties. Well, I, I might see
0: you at monsoons on the weekend. You will not see me
2: at monsoons. <laughs> However, there is an upcoming Christmas party that you may be at that I may be playing the music at. So.
0: I look forward to it. I will hit up DJ Top Dog you for a can, request. You
2: can definitely <laughs> hit me up for ABBA or The Beatles. Or
1: <laughs> so yeah. what, what about you, Sophia, in terms of your acting? Yeah. Um, have, who, who have you played and what, what shows do we know them?
0: Um, yeah, possibly. Mm. Um, you probably know the shows, but you might blink and miss me. That's how I like to describe it. Um, uh, probably the most famous... Thing that I've been in the biggest production is Aquaman.
2: Oh yeah,
1: really? Vinnie Chase, love it.
0: Yeah, oh, I was in that. Aquaman,
1: that's on Netflix right now.
0: It is. Yeah. I'm
1: gonna go home and watch that. Yeah. Where ten, ten are you?
0: Ten minutes in, nine forty-eight. Is, is there? that right? <laughs> <laughs> Not that anyone's counting. Like. <laughs> <9:48. laughs> <laughs> you get to nine <laughs> <better>. fifty. <laughs> Pretty much. Wow.
1: That's yeah. amazing. Wait, was that filmed in Australia, was
0: it? Yeah, in Queensland. Right. Who,
1: who was
2: the big actor in that? Oh, I,
0: Jason Momoa.
2: Because okay. I'm a... Um,
0: I wasn't in any of his scenes.
2: I was a big Entourage fan. Oh, right? yeah. You know the TV show Entourage? Yeah, Do you know but it? he
0: wasn't in that.
2: No, but Vinnie Chase... Okay, different yeah, person. Who, who's the head actor in Entourage... Right. ...in that show... He got the Aquaman role.
0: Oh so, okay. yeah, I always
2: think of I know he's not Okay. okay. Yeah, I always think of
0: That Aquaman. was a very roundabout yeah, yeah, yeah. connection. I got there yeah,
1: yeah you did. You did. <laughs> and so and so was it hard to get that part?
0: Um I didn't find it hard, but I'm sure it was hard. I mean I've auditioned hundreds of times yeah. and uh, my strike rate isn't great, but lots of actors have the same thing. Uh, but yeah, I only auditioned once for that. It's right place, right it.
2: time. We, we, I think it's also a little need... bit
0: of luck. I mean, Oprah would disagree with me. She yeah. doesn't believe in luck, but yeah, I do right. think it's a bit of luck.
1: Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And so what about other ones where you sort of had a more recurrent role?
0: Um, <clears throat> I'm, I filmed this year a TV show called Reef Break, which is on ABC in the US, mm-hmm. and that was filmed in Queensland. And it's a co-production with ABC and MI... something? U.S. Which, ABC? Yeah, U.S. Yeah. ABC so and a French an production accent? company, yes. Okay.
1: But yes, you so to speak with an American accent?
0: Most of my jobs I speak with an American yeah. accent.
1: Is it hard yeah. to do?
0: Roger was a faster runner.
1: Oh. Uh. Because
2: yeah. is that the... Um, so this this could be, again, showing my ignorance, which I do often. But I do it for the betterment of our program.
1: Because you always try to put an American accent on these podcasts, at least every
2: now and then. Sometimes <laughs> I do, yeah. If I'm trying to make a point. Um, so what's the what? What's the native language of the British Virgin Islands?
0: British English. Ah,
2: so British accent.
0: No, 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 no. American, American accent. No, no, Car- what accent? Like Caribbean in a, a Caribbean oh, accent, right. like a British, for, uh, that's okay. Jamaican, okay. but that's Jamaican. But nice try. Yeah, thank, you. Yep, thank you. Yep. Not everyone in the Caribbean sounds Jamaican. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. He said Yaman, like, that's oh, Jamaican. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So, so do a... Do a um, I can't do it. Oh, Really? You can't do it?
1: Can't or won't? No, no, no I can't. I, I was hoping to hear Tony Cozier no, after all these years. No.
2: Ah, is that where he's from?
1: Well, he, not from, I don't know he's from the BVI. No, he's no. He's from the Caribbean. Yeah, he's but definitely not from uh, the BVI. It'll,
0: yeah.
2: it'll be... Um, she'll pull you up on that. He's yeah. more like me. My version.
0: <laughs> you know who Jamaican lives in the right? BVI, which is interesting? Morgan Freeman. Oh wow He's not from the BVI no. But he lives there
1: He's from um, The US Yeah So God lives on the BVI God <laughs> lives <on the> BVI. <laughs> He sure does
2: <laughs> And that's why it's called God's Country <laughs> I
0: don't think it is called God's Country But it is now <laughs> Wow Wow
1: that's yeah. amazing yeah. yeah And so Okay so Since you started here
0: mm.
1: What have you been doing?
0: I've been doing immigration law and some commercial. I've also done a little bit of wills and estates. That's so. commercial law or
2: TV commercials? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I haven't done any TV commercials, but I've done commercial law. All right. Yeah.
1: And in terms of the migration sort of work, what, mm-hmm. what sort of visas and things like
0: that? Work? Um, mainly skilled migration, uh, a little bit of partner visas as well, which is people who are in love. They're always nice to hear. Mm. Um, But yeah, mainly those two areas of law, skilled migration and partner visas. Done a little bit of employer-sponsored visas as well. Um, Being in the Northern Territory, lots of employers wanting Mm. to find stable workers rather than, um, you know, sometimes they have transient workers that they want to... They're really good workers, so they Mm. want them to continue staying in the business. Mm. So lots of um, employers wanting... To know there are options about keeping good staff, which mm. is important for lots of yeah. areas. Um, yeah.
1: And you like? Uh, the, I mean, how you found working? I mean, with the weather, the, just living in Darwin.
0: Well, I feel like uh, lots of people talk about the weather, but I can't necessarily say anything bad because I start work around. I don't know. I get here at seven thirty-ish, eight o'clock, and then I leave at like. I don't know, after five. So I'm in aircon all day and I have a great mm. time in aircon and I get to like have a beautiful view. If anyone has been to the Ward Keller offices, the view from the boardrooms and the meeting rooms are fantastic. So yeah. I get to just admire things and be in a cool environment doing it.
1: And Scratchy, he's out there sweating it. Yeah, he's out there sweating it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he hates the weather. <laughs> yeah, he hates the weather.
0: He's like, oh, it's fully built up right now. And I'm like, is yeah. it really?
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> mm. yeah. Any other questions for uh, Sophia?
2: What's your next big role?
0: Um, great question. I don't have one at the moment.
2: I do mm. actually have a question on that, though. Mm-hmm. So you're not an, an aspiring actor, you're a working actor.
0: Thank you. You get roles. That is a very nice thing. Yes, I do. Yeah.
2: So how does the process work? Do you find roles? Do they find your roles? Is it
0: collaborative? Look, I. Uh, some people um, take, I guess you, that's like anything in life. You could wait for your boss to bring the work in and then you work on it. Um, or you could go out there and get the work yourself. So some people, in my case, I don't go out there and try and network and get work because I'm my day job is a lawyer, so I don't have the time to do that. Mm. So my agent is the one who goes and gets the auditions and those types of things. Yep. All, she pitches me, they yep. pitch me, I should say. Yep. And then I um, audition for the role when I get it.
2: And where's the agent based?
0: My, I have two representations. I have an Australian agent and a US manager.
2: Okay. So is there any obstacles mm. to being NT based?
0: Mm, there is. Yeah. Uh, so uh, just, just to
2: interrupt you, I want the answer to that question, but I think this stuff needs to be looked at as well. Because, you know, we're, we're often talking about, not government so much, but the role of that whole machine. And while there's benefits to living here from tax point of view, from lifestyle point of view, there's, there's the opposite of that when it comes to these types of things.
0: Mm. I think if I was an actor at the very beginning of my career, um, I couldn't do it being okay. up here unless I just wanted to do local theater. then um, I know that lots of actors who are up here, that is really the only medium they have, except for the occasional commercial that they, they get to do. But then again, it's normally local commercials, so mm. you can't live on local commercial rates. No. Um, but because I look I'm not a famous person but I'm an established person there are casting directors who know who I am Um, for that reason it's much easier for me because they just put me forward for for a role and then they'll say oh yeah I've seen Sophia before Yeah. yeah have her audition for it and then I'll either depending on how far I get if it's a chemistry read which is really strange way but if let's say Leon was the lead actor and I was auditioning That's pretty unlikely, but. <laughs> <laughs> and I was auditioning to be the leading lady yeah. in his life. Yeah. Then normally there's a chemistry read to see how do we look good? Yeah, do we yeah. look good together? Do we yeah. vibe well? Yep. So I might have to fly down to Sydney or Melbourne or Brisbane to do those types of things. So there is a lot of expenses involved in terms of sometimes depending on the project, they'll fly you down. Yeah. And they'll pay for all the flights and your hotel and accommodation, yeah. they'll pick you up and those types of things. And then sometimes yeah. you have to do that. If you're interested
2: if you're made. interested, yeah, yeah okay.
0: you've got to be here. Yeah. So it is it is a, a balance. That yeah. TV show that I was on Reef Break, um my first contract when I first signed on for the project, I was actually in Brisbane. So, I uh, then when I moved to Darwin, I yeah. had to fly every time they wanted to film, yeah, which was difficult. Um, and then when I was out of contract but still working on the show, then they paid for me because I was a regular on the show.
2: Completely random statement, but um, I know you're interested in the airline industry. And my um, youngest child, we we just um, had a friend come up to meet her uh, a week or so ago, and she's an air hostess for. Can you call them that now?
0: Yeah, they're you still know? air hostesses. Okay. What else? Oh, a flight attendant? Oh, yeah. flight attendant, that's oh, right.
2: Yeah, flight yeah. Attendant. I felt like I'd get shot down by the media. Yeah, maybe that's
0: I, another yeah. thing you can't say anymore. Yeah, maybe flight probably.
2: attendant is the thing. So she's a Qantas flight attendant. Mm. She lives in Melbourne, but her job is based in Sydney. So
0: I know a pilot like that. As
2: you were describing, she gets staff rates. Mm. But part of her work day, her commute is to fly from Melbourne to Sydney to start her job.
0: I know a pilot in Brisbane who, uh, his base is for Virgin and it's in Brisbane, it's in Melbourne. Yeah. So he tries to fly to Brisbane as much as possible and get his routes through Brisbane yeah, so he yeah. can be with his family. Yeah. So it is a thing. Yeah. I think with, with the globalization of the world and those types of things, it's, Flying is just becoming so second nature. It's Mm. just that the prices aren't reflecting that.
2: Yeah, yeah, correct. Well, I was talking to a lady the other day when when I was flying from Melbourne to Darwin, and yeah, she she's from Melbourne, has been here a few times, but she was asking about you know the general nature of the place, and you know she'd heard it was a bit depressed at the moment, and but she was under the impression that. Tourism is one of the industries that keeps Darwin and the NT flowing. and I For said, sure. well, that there, there might be a degree of truth to that, but my favorite topic, GFC, and <laughs> subsequent <Second side. laughs> second side, and the subsequent um, you know, market crash with the real estate in the NT um, has resulted in the fact that not as many tourists are coming here, particularly when the Australian dollar went nuts a few years ago. But, there's less flights here now. Yeah. So, if there's didn't less flights... just cut
0: back? Yeah. Yeah.
2: And they're coming back again. So, if there's less flights, there can't be more tourism, can there? Some do come in by road, granted.
1: Mm-hmm they check statistics. Yeah, that. well. <laughs>
2: we but I think sometimes. it's a
0: logical it's a logical argument. I mean, Qantas mm. wouldn't be cutting flights yeah. if there were an abundance of people yeah. wanting to fly on their planes. Yeah,
2: and the, the, the last time I flew from Darwin, I went via Alice Springs and I noticed it was a 737 and I'd only ever flown on 717s before that. Mm. And then flying up the other day, the lady, uh, the flight attendant I was talking to, Uh, She said that um, they're just about to change it back to a 717. Oh, okay. So, again, there's only one reason for that. There's less seats on that that plane.
1: mm, I think it's because Virgin's working that route now as well. Right, okay. Yeah. Look, our executive producer has handed me a note and asked me to uh, ask you... Yes. um, Rob Collins.
0: Yes. Who's that? Rob Collins is an indigenous... Darwinite who is also an actor and he was on that TV show that I was talking about Reef Break Mm. Um, but he is he's been on heaps of shows in Australia and I think some international as well but yeah he's a local Darwin actor doing big things he's more famous than I am yeah, he's
2: Couldn't
0: great. be the case. He
1: is. Could not. <laughs> so so, uh, can we get, uh, like, if we got on YouTube and had a look, would, would, there, would there be...
0: Yeah, big experience? time, big time. Yeah. He's on lots of things. Right. So we should try
1: yeah. and get him on. We should get him on the podcast. Yeah.
0: Hey? I'm not the only actor up here in the territory. Wow.
1: So, so have they dropped the word actress? Is that not a thing anymore?
0: Um, I don't have a problem with actress, but I think there was a little push. Yeah, it's
2: a
1: me too thing.
0: Oh, <laughs>
2: right, Dubai,
1: right. The, we said Dubai, GFC, meets me too work here. The problem with it is
2: Like with getting rid of the, the flight hostesses Or whatever you want to call them The air hostesses The problem with it is That you can't have two best actor awards, can you? It's like we do have males and females still, right?
0: You know what? Are we what? okay with that? you know what I think is the best do you remember when I think it was three or four years ago where the Oscars were accused of only having white nominees and it was called um, Oscars so white was the hashtag and then since then they tried to push diversity and those types of things anyway I think Chris Rock was doing the what's it called he was hosting it I think from recollection (laughs) <clears throat> in, and the, he, in the
2: the the year that was marred by controversy. Yes, yeah, yes, okay. yes, yeah. yes.
0: I think it was him. Yeah. Um, don't quote me on that. He one. He would have been perfect. For yeah, and he <laughs> said he he started off and he said, "I don't know why, um, I don't know why we have male and female." Um, I, I don't know why everyone's like up in arms about this whole, you know, everyone's white and blah blah. No, no, actually, that's not what he started off. He started off by saying we should have a black best actor and best actress category, and it was silent in the room. <laughs> and then he went, "Well, we have best male actor and best female actor," and everyone yeah. went. That is so true, because yeah. he was like, well, why do we separate based on gender? Yeah. If we're going to separate based on gender, we can separate based on race then. Yeah. And everyone was like, you know what, that's, a, that's an interesting <laughs> <laughs> way to put it. But um, yeah, that was my, just my tidbit yeah. on that one.
1: That sounds like a J- Dave Chappelle movie. It yeah. does, mm-hmm. yes.
2: Very Dave yes.
1: Chappelle.
2: But S. someone like Chris Rock would be... Uh well credentialed to deal with the situation. Oh
0: for sure. I'm sure he Mm. had lots of helpers Mm. as well with his team. Yeah. Very
2: true. Mm. But Um, yes,
0: you should interview Rob Collins. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. We we might hit you up for uh, contact details.
1: Introduction.
0: I wish. Yeah, sure. Yeah. No yeah. problem. Big, too, big, too big an actor? Too big of an actor. <laughs> or little old me. i worked with him, but I don't think I have his telephone number. What,
1: well, <laughs> well, let's... let's um, is he like, like David Galpola or something? Is he that famous, is he? I mean, I have well,
2: in fairness, mm-hmm. I've not heard of him, mm-hmm. but he's probably in this next generation. Oh, okay. Yeah, David Galpola would be... Fairly long in the tooth now, <laughs> I would have thought. I don't
0: even know who that, that is. Possibly. Oh, there you go. I think it will yeah. be
2: okay. Yeah. But it's very famous. Okay, right. Sorry. Yeah, but Storm, Storm Boy. Back to the 70s,
1: Storm Boy, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Stormboy. Boy. And, and, and
2: probably, in fairness, um, he, he was kind of one of the first indigenous people, peoples, what have you, been, to, you know, get a profile right. because, yeah, it was a, it was a, a story about a pelican.
0: Mm. Interesting. Storm Boy was just in the cinemas recently. Was it? What? Because yeah, re- No, they redid it. Oh no. And um, um, oh my goodness! I'm Jeffrey Rush was playing wow. one of the characters, okay. but I didn't know it was originally what an Indigenous pelicans. person. No, he was playing a human. <laughs> 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 but I think that I think like a pelican. <laughs> I think that it was a play.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it yeah.
0: probably originates yeah. as a play.
2: Well, it would have to be, I would say, pushing 40 years old now, wouldn't it? it would have to be. Storm Boy Yeah. Storm Boy would have been
1: 78, give or take. Oh, okay, so maybe 30 years. Yeah. 30 year anniversary.
2: Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm. It was big in its day.
1: Well, it's been a pleasure talking to you, Sophia. It's a pleasure working with you.
0: Thank you very much for having me and for hiring me.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: no, my first thought when you said it, it's been a pleasure having you on the show and a pleasure working with you, my first thought was, or well, I can't say the same because we don't work together. Yeah. <laughs> it, has, it has been a pleasure having you on, on the Thank episode. Thank you. <laughs> And chatting with you. It's, a, a, it's just an interesting story, and uh, we bang on about this all the time, but everybody's got interesting stories to tell. When um, Leon told me your surname, I thought, well, I've got one thing that I know. I know there's a street named <laughs> after your surname. Yeah. I have no idea whether that's even your family. Or
0: <laughs> now I do know. Married in but, to and a so street name. And,
2: and I would just like to, um, before we go, apologize in advance to Morgan Freeman, whose uh, whereabouts is now known.
0: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> he was
2: loving his population of 25,000 people, <laughs> living in anonymity, now he's been outed. So he's now recently moved to the US Virgin
1: Islands. <laughs> <Yeah>. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> right, our, pod, our, our executive producer is missing in action, so does anything you press over there to turn it
2: off? Uh, we'll just thank um, <laughs> Sophia um, for coming on the show and catch you next time on the Boundless Possible podcast.
0: You've been listening to the Boundless Possible Podcast with Leon Logan Nathan and Peter Gowers. To listen to more episodes, search Boundless Possible Podcast on all leading podcasting
1: platforms.